0: To
1: cast. Welcome into Missing the Point. I'm Mike Marcangelo, filling in for DK Sizzle Dave Clark, but joined alongside the real DK Bob Kelly for the week. Three power rankings. We're going to recap week two, of the NFL. Another week, another injury. Uh, before we get into the power rankings, though, so Bobby, what was your take on, on just what we saw in week two, it felt like it was it went against everything we believed in, except for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was definitely a crazy week. Uh, I, I think the biggest storyline. I mean, I guess it's not like a happy storyline. You already kind of mentioned it. Is the biggest storyline of this week, Nick Chubb? It might be right. It I might mean, be the way in which Nick Chubb's leg bent. Yeah, that was that was uh, the the worst worst injury I've seen since maybe what Greg Olson a few like back in the day where he like landed on it and his leg completely was that Olsen or I don't no, know like this the, one this one was worse though. This, one, was about worse.
1: this one though like you said it in, in, in the in the group in one of the group chats that we're in and you said it looks like it was a hit to the knee, but it wasn't. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. It was, it was so it was brutal,
1: brutal man. you just hate to see it too because from all about like all reports, right? Nick Chubb is like the best teammate. He doesn't want all the praise. He just wants to go out there and play. And in in a year like in an offseason where it really felt like the owners and uh the teams were conspiring against paying running backs. You hate to see a guy who did who tore all of his ligaments in that leg what in 2015. In
0: college man, yeah, and co- it's what made him a second round pick. So, right. Uh it's it's so, bro. It, it it's I think it's going to be tough for this dude to come back and, and be a semblance of what he was at this point. I mean, bro, that leg was literally like, hey, uh, I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. Yeah, we don't they it was so brutal and they didn't show a replay on TV. And they this is this is the same network that like zoomed in on that Louisville's guy's bone popping out of his leg. Like Yeah. Usually it's no holds barred, but they're like, no, we can't show those again because yeah it was bad. It was that. Especially just such a superstar too. It just puts kind of a a sour note over the entire week, like especially because it came in on Monday night. And then there's all these conspiracies about the Monday night football curves and like all this different stuff about the things. It's crazy. I mean, three straight Monday night football three. games, something catastrophic yeah. has happened.
1: One, DeMar Hamlin like that, that almost, that was almost yeah. way worse than we, like we couldn't even put it in this category last week. Uh, or I guess week one, uh, the truther Aaron Rodgers himself, uh tears his is Achilles, but I guess he gets surgery that could allow him to come back if the Jets make the playoffs, which is oh of course he did. Like of course his surgery will allow mm-hmm. him to heal a blood Achilles in 12 weeks.
0: Well, it's it's funny because it kind of feeds into like it this week too. It's like the whole thing just feeds it's like the NFL is like sprinkling conspiracy theories around and they're like, hey, yeah, let's get him going. Like I Yeah. Mean, it's it's, it's just, just it's funny that, that leaked right after all the reports that like the Aaron Rodgers injury was rigged and like all this stuff. It's just, really- I,
1: but I, I gotta tell you like uh storyline wise, if we just focus on like on the field, I got two. One okay. is uh the chargers usually start off fast and they finish terribly, but for the chargers to be zero and two and now to fall like week one, the dolphins, high powered offense, I get it. But to the, to the Titans, like what, how does that even happen?
0: Yeah, man. It's, it's, they're, they're the weirdest team because it's like they're, Vegas treats them like they were a 13 and 14 in the last two years. And like the right. NFL world treats this team like they're like a 13 win team perennially. But this is who they are. And I don't know if, if, if we really even need to think any harder about who this team is and like what their identity is, right? They're like a very talented, they're, they're what the Cowboys have been, you know, prior to like the past three, four years. Whereas, like the the Jason Garrett era, if I will, that's what this team kind of reminds me of. There's like so much talent, so much promise, a team that should go deep every single year, and it just it they don't. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't. It's eight and eight, nine and eight, eight and nine, blowing yeah. big playoff leads. It's it's just who they are at this point. The weird thing about
1: them too is that historically the teams that do this have always been one-sidedly stacked. They have playmakers conceivably on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, obviously you yeah. you you already know about offense like Herbert. I mean, if you could build a prototype of, of what you want a quarterback to do, it would be Justin Herbert. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, sure. But Justin Herbert, the size, the arm strength, athleticism everything. Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler. Pro- he's the,
0: he's the prototype. If you will.
1: Yeah. I feel like, uh, I don't know if you were just echoing exactly what I said, or you thought you, you came up with that yourself, but either way, I'm going to let it go.
0: <laughs> did you, did you literally say the word prototype? Yeah. Did you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Katie, great. Katie, Katie texted me. So yeah, no, I have, that's, to, I have yeah. to admit, I was a fucking listening. To yeah, the first, no, like, I, five I
1: actually watched you stop listening. Are we, we've we already gone through our one game of the fantasy football season where you're like, Oh my God, Austin Eckler is the greatest running back in the NFL. Her. And then he gets hurt. <laughs> then, yeah, then he gets her. hurt. Yeah, and then their playmakers on defense. I mean, again, you, you would think that they would not allow a Titan team to put up twenty-seven points. Not Ryan a high-powered H-
0: Ryan t- Ryan Tano was t- uh slicing them up, dude. He yeah. had have like an eighty-one percent completion percentage in this It was yep. Ryan Tannehill, a dude who looked like garbage against who did Titans play? We uh, Colts, right? They played Colts Week One. No, they played the um, Saints, right? Yeah, they played the Saints Week One. You're right. Yeah. yeah, and he looked he looked terrible. Yeah. But against this Chargers defense, man. I mean, it's would it would it, like I've to add, So, would it surprise you if Staley is fired before Week Five? If this keeps up, right? They're one and four, or two, even even two and three. I could see, I could see something happen if they have a couple another bad loss along the
1: way. I think it, I I don't think two and three gets it, but I, I think it's one and four, and, that, and then we're in the Kellen Moore error, uh, and, and uh, for the Chargers, which right. who knows, who knows. He might be, a, he might be, a, you know, I I think he's one of those coordinators where you either love him or you fucking hate him. Nobody, yeah. nobody feels nothing about him. <laughs> do, do you know what I, I mean?
0: I was a hundred percent out on Kellen Moore when he ran a triple reverse, uh, triple reverse, triple reverse for the Cowboys four plays into the goddamn season. I was like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm officially out. Like you have such Little faith in your offensive system that you're like, you know what we need to do right now. We need to run a triple reverse. We're gonna trick them, like bro. You, right? Your four plays in. It's I was done. So, second I agree. Sto-
1: second storyline uh, on the field, uh, and I have a vested interest in this. Is what's going on in Chicago, yeah. and and with yeah. the Bears, I have a vested interest in this because I picked. Uh, I was part of a team that picked them to be, I think, like nine and eight or ten and ten and seven. And right now, uh, you know, like we were talking about this today, it, it, it doesn't look right. Justin Fields does not it look doesn't. right. His drop back doesn't look right, uh, and I don't know. I, I, uh, That's why I wanted to talk to you about it. Like, I, is it is it all him, or do you think it is is the coaching around him as well?
0: I think it's both. I do. His comments today were a little weird too. I don't know. Everyone out there probably saw it where he's he's blaming. Saying he felt like a robot in the offense, Uh, I think he actually blamed the coach too. Yeah, two two Um, hours.
1: Two hours later, he walked that back.
0: He did. Okay. Oh, Mick. I I wonder what happened. (laughs) But and then I thought it was funny too. They released Peterman, which I think is funny. They're like, this guy, this guy might be so shitty that he's rubbing off on Justin Fields as the backup quarterbacks. We got to get him the fuck out of here. It's his fault. It's got to be. But no. So I. I do think it's both because obviously justin fields is thinking he needs to be a passer so uh, like judging by what we saw last year i just feel like that's coming from somewhere right i yep. mean it's, it's it's not something that he's just deciding like hey i'm not gonna run and be justin fields anymore that's that's absolutely a directive from somewhere in his offense like they're like the best way for you to be successful in this offense is to be a passing quarterback. And it just feels like he's not being his optimal self. You know what yeah. I mean? He's, he's, he's when he's thinking that's when he gets in the trouble you saw it on. There's that one uh, play where he, he takes a sack and he has like four open dudes in the end zone. And it's like, bro, that play cannot be a sack. It can- right. cannot be a sack. A hundred out of a hundred quarterbacks in the NFL that are starting quarterbacks should, should find someone, someone on that play, and or then the screen get, pass,
1: or or at least get rid of the ball.
0: Yeah, and and then the screen pass at the end of the game that that wrapped it up was one of the worst plays, like or in fact I've ever seen in my life. The pick six that that yeah. was like the nail, bro. That was as as a field truther, like I feel like. Like we invented, like the the wheel on on Justin Fields, it's this, this this hype train, and I mean I don't know why you would say I that. Don't it's, know. Not, it's
1: not it's not like I picked him to be MVP.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I I I regret my stock. I feel like I'm the star of The Big Short right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm like bro. I'm like fucking so. What? Bear Bear Stearns in the meeting with Steve Crow we got to get the fuck out of here, man. It's over. It,
1: but the thing that doesn't make any sense about it is that like, if you, if you think about what they did in the, uh, in the off season, it felt like they, they added pieces around him. Obviously DJ Moore. I mean, we have another year with chase Claypool. Cole Komet as a serviceable tight end, but what may, what would make the bears better. And that offense better is if there, if, if it was a run first and then deep pass play offense, and it yeah, feels yeah. like, the, the thing that I wanted, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, when we we're talking about this day, like before the show, was just just go back and watch Tua drop back and how, and when he plants that back leg or that back foot, how long it takes for the ball to come out. Like, spoiler alert, it's like 0. 0.3 seconds. And when Justin Fields hits his either his third or his, his fifth step, he kind of he just kind of opts around for a little while. I don't, yeah. and I don't know if he wants to run first and he's just trying to tell himself. Look for the look for the big play. Look for the big play, but he has all the God given talent to be better than sixteen of twenty nine for two hundred and eleven yards.
0: And in some of the worst uh, breakdown breaking down of the defense I've ever seen in my entire life. If I could talk, it was, like it, was it, it was really bad. It was really bad, and the defense looked bad. Like I feel bad for DK because I know how high his hopes were, and like it wasn't even. Uh, manufactured it felt like like he actually had those high hopes It's like I didn't blame him you know what I mean like the the optimism but they've lost 12 straight games at this point and it's like it just feels like it's the same bears with the same thing and it feels like Fields needs to get out of there if he wants to be successful it's at that point where it's like I don't know if it's uh, If it's just a change of scenery, if it's something, but something's not right there. It's, it's definitely not right.
1: I was going to argue against that, but I don't think that I would be able to do justice for DK. So I'm just going to let him uh, ravage the shit out of you when he gets back next week for for saying that. What were your two big storylines of the week?
0: So one is also one i have invested in your state, DK, this will maybe rebound on my, you know, just tearing down the bears, and I do Not apologize it. for that. Um, but he was hundred percent right about the Minnesota Vikings. They're really bad. We, they, they, we, we both agreed seven and ten. Yeah, you know, I'm saying you guys were were right about how bad they were, and I tried to steal
1: yeah, the Vikings you, and
0: saying I said they were going to be ten and seven. I think I, I didn't think it was going to be that far fall down. I mean, they won thirteen games last year, but releasing Dalvin Cook was out a replacement doesn't seem to be the best decision uh, for their offense because Madison is absolutely just Fresh. garbage. But not to worry he's,
1: because he's, as of today, uh, the 20th of September, they did they Cam a- for, a- Yeah, they just got
0: K-makers, so that's right.
1: Yeah, for K-makers who, who, even though Yahoo or ESPN or whatever you use for your fantasy football source, has tried to prop him up as a top 10 running back for the last three years. Every he year, bro. He still isn't one.
0: Every year, and yeah, their defense is garbage, and (laughs) I I just don't. It's it seems like that they just it's it's Jefferson or bust, and like even even the rest of the football world now is. I mean, you saw the the tweet that was going around from FanDuel that was like, "Who says no to this trade?" and it's Jefferson to the Pats, and like people were talking about Cousins to the Jets. So like, the, the football world. Is feeling it too that like this is this is the prime team for a downfall. And the oh, yeah. two teams that we just talked about actually play this coming week in a in a loser leaves town match, whereas Chargers Vikings. So that that'll be a fun one because the loser of that game, their season is completely turned upside down. You know, one of those two teams who are playoff teams after this week is gonna be 0-3. So that's 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 like a death sentence on your side. Has anyone ever made the playoffs? At zero three? Well, no, no. I think I think if this was still a, if this was still like a sixteen game season, they
1: would have statistically been eliminated. But there's there, there's not really enough data on the whole seventeen game season. I don't think anyone has, but I do think, I think zero and three in a seventeen game season is like starting one and three in a sixteen game. And there are, I think there are like thirty teams that have made the playoffs after starting one and three. Thanks. One and three. Zero and three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, it's, well, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be so, tough, but I'm all for a loser leaf town match. You know, I, lo- I love my pro wrestling, so yeah, down for that. yeah.
0: The other one, I was between two things, but we're gonna talk about another team in a little bit. So probably towards the end of the show, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I I would say the Giants come back on the Cardinals, so seeing a team. Get outscored, so it, it literally looked like the Giants' season was over, right? I mean, they were they were down twenty to nothing against the Cardinals after getting blown out forty to nothing against the Cowboys, it's sixty to nothing through three quarters of football, or uh, six quarter or six quarters yeah, of football, six quarters of football, six quarters of football, and then that comeback, man. It's like it's like they rose from the goddamn dead. I don't know what happened. Or um, they played the Cardinals. Saquon's, well, that's I mean, that's true. But I mean, obviously Zaquan's out now, but they literally saved their season. Uh, I I don't see a team led by Brian Daball having that type of start or having this kind of comeback and not being able to build off of it. You know what I mean? Like the coaching yeah. staff there is so excellent that like I just I just feel like that has to be a launching point for them. If not, then like Daniel Jones obviously isn't the answer. But I just think that was a huge. Why do you have the? I I just want to know, like, what is giving like Why do you have this raging Brian Dayball in your shorts for him after one year, bro? What he did last year, that team is garbage talent wise. They had nothing. He 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 took so you remember he took Josh Allen from a turnover ready quarterback who did nothing to to what he is today. And now all of a sudden he leaves and Josh Allen is another, another turnover ridden quarterback. Then then you have Daniel Jones, who is the same exact thing. Uh, you know, has, has athleticism, but turns the ball over too much, doesn't make the right decision. All of a sudden, Dabble comes in. Dabble, Dabble, I'm terrible uh, at Dabble. Brian, Dabble. Dabble. Dabble, Dabble. It's like yeah. I do it on purpose. You like, know? I actually um, thought that you did. There. Maybe, maybe I do subconsciously. You know, kind what of I d- mean?
1: you know, you kinda of dabble in it.
0: And <laughs> dabble in it, <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah. I, I just the progression of the quarterbacks, man, is is the biggest thing for me. To be able to take Daniel Jones, a guy that was dead. He was dead in the water. Like everyone wrote him off and he got him a sixty eight million dollar contract extension. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. come on. That's that's impressive. And refused to give
1: Saquon the big money, and then week two he, I mean he's it's okay. a high ankle sprain, so he's gone yeah. for three weeks. I mean you hate again. It's it, this assault on the on the running back position, which by the way, even since we, we came were on brutal. the Terrestrial Airwaves way way back when, you and I, I've been preaching uh, that that says you, you running backs are good to have, but they if they if they are your best player, you're not going to win. Yeah, yeah. Still so okay. here. Before we get into the actual top 10, you did mention that, th- that you had some honorable mentions to get there. And I, and I do have a couple of questions, but I want I to give you the floor and, and give, give your honorable mentions for the, the top 10 spots. So for number 10, they didn't make it, but they were honorable mentions.
0: All right, I'm an asshole and don't have it pulled up. So hey, I was like... All
1: right, you gave the Bengals, Titans, <laughs> Chargers, Commanders, Giants... And maybe the Lions.
0: So the, the one I want to talk about is one, as we keep saying, I have vested interest in from the prediction show, man, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I know it's a lot like last year, you know, a slow start, but it just feels different. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Something feels off with that team, man. and And I don't know if it's just Joe Burrow not looking anything like Joe Burrow. He might be hurt again. The defense doesn't look as good. It just, you know, Lamar Lamar Jackson controlled that entire game this past weekend, and oh yeah, it's 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 scary for me for a, a Joe Burrow bandwagon. Uh, you know, I uh, swear I look for? Goddamn Joe Joe Burrow bandwagon extraordinaire. That I'm 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 worried, man. I'm worried about the Cincinnati Bengals. I really am.
1: I think what what, what makes it worse is that they're zero and two in their division already. Like that, yeah, yeah. that's hard to do to lose uh, to come back from 0-2 and have those full field divisional games. You know, you, you can always shock up the the Cleveland Brown game like that. It was it was shitty weather, whatever. First week, another year of, of, of Browns have uh, their number. Yeah, Joe not having a, a training camp. The Browns have whatever this weird thing with the, with the Bengals, but this game was it was alarming in the sense that like uh, you're right, he never looked like the guy that we've seen over the last two years that can just come, they can just pull out of nowhere and win a game. He just, we never saw it. I
0: mean, it, it, is it because they don't have, he doesn't have enough time, but it seems like they're not making those shots to Jamar chase. And that's when, or, or T Higgins. And that's when the Bengals are the bangles. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when they're firing over the top, hitting Higgins on his 60 yards out route or Jamar chase, on to go down the sideline and he just makes a ridiculous catch. It it just feels like those playmakers aren't making those plays this year. And it's just I mean Higgins it's went, a little it's a little worrisome for me.
1: Higgins went like eight for eighty nine and two touchdowns. So like if you just read his stat line, you'd be like, wow, the Bengals won by 30. And then they actually lost because Jamar Chase had really nothing in comparison.
0: Yeah, it's but like even the eight for eighty nine, like it's not usually at least one of those two guys. If the Bengals are the Bengals, one of yeah. them is like seven for one hundred and forty, and a yeah. touchdown or two. You know what I mean? Like because they they have those big plays, the twenty yarders, thirty yarders, but then they also get like a sixty to seventy yard completion downfield. Because you know those two guys are just electric, man. And it's the fact that that's not happening is very worrisome because it's not like. I mean, I guess Burrows under a lot of duress, but it's not like it was in past years. You know what I mean? It feels like he's upright a little more this year. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's worrisome for it sure. It almost hit, like if- it almost
1: looks like he doesn't know what to do with the time that he has back there. Like if he's not under duress, he
0: panics. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's a team on that list though, uh, the Commanders. What? Two no, man. They're two no. You know, it's like they they were at least were in I Okay, but you have the I like, right, next to, right next to the Chargers,
1: dude. So what does that say either about the commanders or the Chargers?
0: Yeah, it's 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 funny. Uh, it's it's weird that the that the commanders are they're they're similar in a way, those two teams because it's like you but like in opposite ways. I mean like so the Chargers are Roman two. And you know that, like, the Chargers will come back and have at least a uh, somewhat of a semblance of a season just because, you know, so they are nine and eight, 10 and seven. That's what they're going to do. The Commanders to me, Cassetto, three and oh, four and oh. And no matter what, they're going to be seven and eight. Yeah, or seven and 10, eight. Yeah, and 9 yeah, yeah. At the end of the season, there's no doubt about it because it's like as as high as you can get on them, they really haven't played anyone good, but they're two and oh. <laughs> so they at least had to be, had to be at least thought about for the top 10, you
1: know? In the same breath as the 0-1-2 Chargers.
0: So it's just, it's just worth noting. Yeah, it's 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 been a weird year. It's been a weird year. The I Lions, know. though. Lions. What do you think about your darling lions? I, I don't I, the I Lions are always synonymous. I, with I your, know that it was your, said last week on this,
1: on this particular program that uh the host at that point was the first one to talk about uh the Lions team being good. I call bullshit you can go back and listen to the 2020 NFL prediction show. I picked the Lions to win that division because Aaron Rodgers was in his demise. I was wrong. But at the time, listen, I, I, I think in, in this game, it, it was, it just came down to two, it was too many bad coaching decisions, but in reality, yeah. in reality, the, the, the past that broke up Jared Goff's, uh, you know, con- uh, contention for the longest active streak without exception in the NFL. That pick six was awful. Yeah, it wasn't awful. good. It was that was a terrible throw, and I mean that that did it. But you can't. The the Lions have fight, man. They, they just everything about them is likable. Even Jared Goff, even Sunshine, like he
0: is. He is. You, I'm rooting for him. I wish you would grow his hair out, just cause. You know, I, I just want to see what it looks like. Just yeah. if, he, if he has the locks or not, I don't know. Um, I bet he does. He, he's, he, he, I bet he but has can. He, can I just ask a question
1: before you go? Uh, when do the Lions, uh, intend on making Jameer Gibbs like an actual part of their offense?
0: <laughs> well, so this this week, I think, because uh, Montgomery got hurt at the uh, near the ends of that game. So yeah. I, I think this week, but yeah, no, I agree. He's obviously. The better running back there, it's it's like a Tony Pollard Zeke Elliott situation where right. everyone's sitting there like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, do, do you see who the fuck this guy is? the The Lions are the coaching thing. I'm glad you pointed that out because it's not even like I mind Dan Campbell going for it when he does because like aggressive is aggressive, and I I really like coaches that are just like, fuck you, I'm going yeah. for it. I I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but. To play for overtime at the ends of that game to me, when when you still have time on the clock, they had like 30, 40 seconds left and they let the clock run down and kick a field goal. And it's like, bro, you could take two, three shots at the end zone. You've been going for it literally the entire game. And now is when you get conservative when the game is on the line. Now is when you get conservative. It's just like if 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 you want to be the guy that goes for it, be the guy that goes for it. You know, to ride or die on that, and that's usually what he does. But I think in in this case, it it cost him the game. I, I think it the, the moment got kind of big for him because it was a big day for like Detroit Lions football. You know, yeah, if you, Barry, it was like Barry Sanders uh, statue day and like all this stuff, and uh, I, I just think the moment got a little big for Dan Campbell and like the the game I mean, was on the sold line. sold out sold too, out stadium right, for the first
1: time too, in a couple of years. By a and, couple and of with,
0: with yeah, and with optimism and like a two and zero start on the line, and I think he just was like, "Ah, oh, we can't fuck this up. I can't, I can't go for this and that, have it be an interception or like whatever." But like, bro, you didn't even get the ball back,
1: right? So,
0: so like, what you know what I mean? You might as well just go for it. And I, I couldn't believe he didn't. I was shocked, shocked when I saw the clock running down. I'm like, well, what are they doing,
1: man? I mean, we're thirty minutes in. You think we should actually start talking about the power rankings?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I was surprised by this, uh, by the number ten because I honestly thought that they probably could have been a little bit higher. Uh, but then I realized
0: higher. Okay.
1: Yeah, but th- But then I realized, you know, we were talking about you know, the commanders and two and zero, but who they played. So number ten, who do you have?
0: So yeah, ten is the Bucks, and you know I'm just gonna loop them right into it. And for everyone out there, nine is the Falcons. To me, these two teams are the most surprising two teams so far. I've actually been really impressed by the Bucks. Uh, I, you know, we all, every single person on this podcast, had them under five wins coming into this season. Didn't right? You did. DK also did. I definitely I, I, did.
1: But I think we we met at like six and eleven.
0: I think, but but like you guys started at like five, maybe oh, four. Yeah. You know yeah. it, like and. They they still have a lot of that team that won a Super Bowl, and if Baker Mayfield can be what he was this past two weeks, man, I, I I don't see any reason why this team can't compete and make the playoffs in this NFC South, and and any reason why they can't compete with really anyone in the league, honestly, because you know Baker's one of those quarterbacks that, like, when he's going, man, he's he's got to be so fun. To play with. You know what I mean? Like when, when he's in the huddle with you, he's such a cocky, arrogant asshole. But like in, in such a like a bro way where you're like, bro, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to fucking like a, run for a like wall a for this guy. Yeah, exact ex exactly, man. And it's I don't know. I, I, I like this Bucks team a lot. Well, and the only the only thing that scares me though is Lovey Smith. He scares the shit out of me because I think he's a terrible football coach. But
1: well, and the fact that uh, in the next three weeks they go against the Eagles, the Saints, and the Lions, so there's a real there's a real probability that they're going to be two and three by
0: by it's the very week, possible. By yeah. but, this might be the last time we talk about the box all season. That's that's yeah, possible.
1: Yeah, the reason why I was surprised, I, I I thought they should be higher, but then I thought to myself, well, knowing how Bobby, you know, you know, kind of thinks about these, they their week one win against the Vikings. In context now, doesn't look like it was really anything, right? Because we know what the we kind of knew before. Like you mentioned, uh, what the Vikings were going to be, and I think that they they got the Vikings at the right time. They got the Bears at the right time. I mean, I'm not listen. I, I don't. I don't mean to tear down uh, Baker Mayfield, and obviously, like uh, Mike Evans going six for one seventy and and a score like that is, but he just does that. He does that yeah, every year. Does. It, it doesn't matter if it's, it's magic, if it's TV 12, if it's Jameis Winston, he's going to get his thousand yards
0: always. He's also going to probably pull his hamstring at like week six or seven. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's inevitable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have, you have the, the bucks at 10. You kind of mentioned glossed over the fact that the, the dirty birds were, were at nine, but that is, that is surprising.
0: Yeah, it's a storyline. That that's That's a storyline, man. The the fact that the NFC South has these two and oh to three two and oh teams. I left the Saints out. Aren't the Saints two and oh? Yeah, the Saints are two and They're they're not in the top ten. They weren't even on my on my list yet, just because they don't seem to have
1: uh, an offense. Chargers ahead of another two and oh
0: team. Yeah, man. I just you know, with the with the Saints, I just I, I have trouble with them. I don't know. You know what actually more I think about it, and I think I wrote them off too fast because the, their their defense, the Saints, is is pretty solid. They have held two teams under twenty points so far. Granted, uh one of them was who did they uh who did they play on Monday? Panthers. The Raiders. Um yeah, they played the Raiders and the Panthers. No, so no, far. no,
1: There's... no, that's not true. I lied. They didn't play the Raiders on Monday, they played the Panthers on Monday.
0: They, yeah, who did they play week
1: one? Uh huh? Didn't we just say this? Was it the Raiders? It yeah. was the Raiders. It was. No. Uh,
0: no, we can cut this part out.
1: <laughs> no, no, let's keep it. This is, this is good.
0: And it was the Titans. Titans. Titans week yes. We yeah, talking. it was Titans. Week but they still haven't scored over 20 points. So they scored 20 points week two and 16 week one. And it's just like, they have too many weapons to me for them to be faltering like they are. You know, they have a Lave, They have Michael Thomas. They have Rashid Shaheed. They have some ballers on offense and they, and even, even Derek Carr's not any kind of scrub. You know what nope. I mean? So it, only one more week without Al- Alvin Tamara. That's, that's very true. And obviously, he adds a whole new element to everything where it's like receiving everything out of the backfield. So, I mean, they could definitely appear on this list soon. But I just, because of the unexpectedness of this Saints in the Bucks, you like that recovery? Oh. Right. Because of the unexpectedness of the Falcons and the Bucks. That's why they ended up making the, the list ahead of them. Because when it comes to the Falcons, I love the way Arthur Smith is running this team, man. It's 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 crazy to me that the Falcons with a quarterback like Desmond Ritter, yeah, are two and oh, man. And it's kind of been an impressive two and oh. I mean Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier might be the best running back tandem in the NFL, right? I mean, at least top five. Yeah, but Algier
1: is really hurting his chance. uh, Bijan's chance to be rookie of the year. You know, like he's because he's not a workhorse. He's just putting the carries. Which again yeah, goes against he, my, uh, uh, again, though, my yeah. pick, but he's so like he's so good in space. A- and if you. You, you just can't tackle the son of a bitch. If you try, this he'll power it, through you.
0: It, that one, that one move, where he broke that dude's ankles, was just so fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> I think it. it's it's possible that Robinson might be the most electric back in the NFL already, right? I mean, it's he's 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 my uh, he's in my top three of dudes that like when red zone flashes to the Falcons. I'm like. Oh shit! Let's yeah. go. Bijan's on right now.
1: He reminds me a lot of uh, like early Zeke. Like yes, he, it, yeah. it, it, Because when Zeke was in uh, the open in his early career, early in his career, he could make people miss. He could catch. He could run through people. Now let's hope that this guy doesn't uh, you know teeter off six years and into get it. Fat.
0: Like, like, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the fat gene. though. you could always tell Zeke had the fat gene in him. You know, he had the yeah. cheeks and like you. You could always tell it was there.
1: Yeah. Hey. Oh, well, you know, uh, if that does happen, you know, uh, Bijan we'll, we'll we'll see you here up in New England in about 7 years. Can't wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have uh we have the Bucks at 10, the Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Hawks at 9, and number 8. I I feel like you wanted to put them higher than where you put them because you you, you love Trevor.
0: Though. Yeah, you couldn't though. Hey, it's know. you know, so, to me, the, the Jags have a Chiefs problem. Uh, I, don't, I don't look too much into this week. I didn't want to drop them too much because of their loss to the Chiefs, because I just think that the Chiefs are in this team's head. Uh, I heard a stat earlier today that was like the Jags are uh, in their last 11 or 12 games, they're 10 and 1 against the rest of the NFL and 0 and 3 against the Chiefs. <laughs> so, it's like, listen, this team is really good. They just can't beat the fucking Chiefs, no matter how hard they fucking try. That game kind of sucked, by the way, which is really disappointing. It was Um, bad. Yeah, it was a really shitty game. But yeah, I just, you know, I like the Jags. I don't look too much into this loss. I couldn't put them higher just because of who's ahead of them on this list and how good some of these teams have looked. But they're, they're definitely still in that upper echelon. In the... They're like fringe contenders. You know what I mean? They're not in that top tier, but they're there. They're there. They're lingering for sure. I remember last
1: week, uh, uh, DK went on for, uh, he he wanted to make sure that he got a, as much of an answer out of you as possible. He's talking to you about Jaguars or week one, all the expectations. And he's like, well, Bobby, why do you, so tell me why you have them here. And he's going, Calvin Ridley. And he disappeared this week.
0: He did disappear, man. Run! He did, yeah. I, Come
1: on. To... I couldn't like he. They can't afford him. Like uh, they, they cannot afford for him to be uh, a boomer bust. He needs to to level off. And if yeah. if, his, if his leveling off is seven for ninety and a touchdown every week, like that's awesome. Whatever, yeah. right? But well, Christian Kirk had a great week. I think mean, he had like ten or eleven grabs for one hundred and ten yards, but no scores. Ridley is the answer. He will elevate the rest of the receiving core. And it was. It, it, it just felt like he disappeared. I was, I was, I wanted this to be a shootout. I wanted, I wanted to see uh, Trevor Lawrence come back, you know, down 10, make this like 30, 38, 35, whatever. And we get
0: 17, nine. Come on. Do you think so? Is it possible that the chiefs just have like, we'll obviously get to them, but is, do they just have the top tier defense? Is that like, is this a different era of the chiefs that we're looking at where it's not I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, but like I feel like that's that I don't think so. was 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 I feel like the Bucks or not the Bucks the Jags just got shut down by a Chris Jones led defense, and like I don't know if that's just uh, again a factor of like the Chiefs own the Jags, but it just it felt like it was a defensive struggle, and like.
1: It, it feels a little, I mean, I'm always remembering this back to New England, but it feels a little like early 2000s Patriots, Colts, right? Where yeah. we, we just had their number until, until eventually when we didn't. But if I were to tell you that uh, Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones are coming back uh, for the game, and and by the way, the Chiefs are playing the Jaguars, I bet you would not pick the final score to be 17-9. to No,
0: no, definitely not. So, so it, was, it was a weird game. It was a weird like, game. That's why I, I don't like, want. I don't want to look too much into it.
1: Yeah, the I feel like the Jags they held their own, but here's my, number seven is my favorite team to talk about. It's like the biggest Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, so go ahead, number seven in the week three power rankings.
0: So yeah, it's the Buffalo Bills, man. Uh, I know that I'm probably going to get some hate for this. You know, it seemed they they came back out of their graveyard after week one loss to the Jets. Uh, but that Jekyll and Hyde thing, man. The teams that are ahead of them, like I know what the Bills have been in the last few years. I know that they are a top tier team. They probably belong in the top four. You know what I mean? They're they're definitely a part of that tier, uh, talent wise and like projection wise for the season. Like I, I definitely expect them to be back at the top of this list. But right now with the way that the teams that are playing ahead of them, I can't feasibly take this team that I saw lose to the Jets in week one and put them ahead of the rest of the teams on the list. you just Rogers. can't do it. Yeah, without Aaron Rodgers, exactly. And it's like, you you cannot lose that game if you are a top-tier team in the NFL. You just can't. So, I, I couldn't put them higher. I know what the projection is for this team. Listen, I, I get it. But right now, They're not a top six team in the NFL. Definitely not.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Listen, I I think when you say, like I know what the projection is for this team, I think what you mean to say is I know what the expectations are around the country for this team. But based off of the first two weeks, like if you just blend it together, it doesn't, I'm not convinced that they want to do what we think they can do. I don't, it feels like, you know, Josh Allen's in like his bread fire minus the Percocet phase where he's just going to just sling the ball all over the place and he's going to alienate his top target, Stefan Diggs. That's going to kind of percolate over. And we the last four years, I'll say four years, the last four years, we've always been uh, tricked into thinking that the the rushing attack for the Bills – Will not actually be all of Josh Allen. Like they're going to have a running back that will take some of the some of the load off. This week it was uh, it was it was what Jared Cook seventeen carries, hundred twenty three yards. Yeah, I bet next week he has he has under forty (laughs) five. Like that's just what happens.
0: It does seem to be the Bills' mo. However, however, on that same point, if they can have a running back that can actually do this and, and take that load off of Josh Allen. If James Cook can be a Dalvin yeah. Cook that we saw in the past, then, yeah, it's it's this, the sky's this the limit for this team because that's what they've been missing. And Devin Singletary was awesome, but he wasn't an electric playmaker. He wasn't ever going to go for 17 for 140, 150. I think Cook does have that ability, but I do agree that the Bills history tells you that this next week he's not going to get more than seven carries. You know what I mean? Like I- that's... That's, that's what the bills do. And you're right. they So that's why they couldn't go any higher. They how couldn't. much of
1: it, how, how much of it, before we go on to, uh, to the next one, how much of it is there, like the, a running back, not wanting to take the reins from Josh Allen, as much as Josh Allen not wanting to give the reins up to the running back.
0: I bet it's a little bit of both. Uh, the, the efficiency of Josh Allen in the red zone definitely has something to do with it. You know what I mean? Like I bet he gets a cup. He definitely has freedom at this point within that offense to be able to be like, this is my fucking play. And that's what happens. So I, I, I definitely yeah. think that that has something to do with it. So maybe, you know, having confidence in Coke will change that because, you know, I definitely think he, he showed more willingness to give him the ball and, and not keep it on those RPOs this week. But, I, I don't know. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of, uh, I don't think of a good comparison for Josh Allen. Tony, Tony Romo. He, he reminds oh. me, uh, he does. Because with Romo, man, when the, the game was on the line, or when shit hit the fan, he was going to turn the ball over. It was going to happen. It was it was it was it was a matter of Do you of...
1: think he's more like Tony
0: <laughs> Romo than than like Brett Favre? Okay, I see the Brett Favre comparison a little more. I I see what you're saying there because I, I say I do think he's a little bit above the level of Tony Romo. So I, I, I won't hate on wow. Josh Allen like that. Okay. Yeah. So exact but the exact same prototype. You know what I mean? Where it's like There's that word again, I, get a little bell out. Oh, yeah, you know, where it's that—that that should be the title of this episode. Just prototype, <laughs> you know. We I mean? Pr- week three, prototype week two, week three. What the fuck it is? Yeah, that's that's the style of quarterback he is. Is it's a Brett Favre, Tony Romo gunslinger? Where oh, it's yeah. like that. there there's moments where it's amazing, where it's like he looks like the best quarterback in the NFL. But there's moments where you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Like, what are you, well, like, I can't even fathom what you were seeing on the football field. Like, that that uh, interception against the Jets in the corner of the end zone, or in the, 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 the front of the end zone. I mean, it was, the field. That, it was offensive. Egregious, bro, egregious. Just, just like, I, I, as soon as the ball's in the air, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. Yeah, no. He, he he's just unfathomable sometimes, but there is moments like I said where he just looks like the best quarterback in the NFL. So he, it's just it depends how far apart those moments are. I guess you know what I mean. So yeah, uh,
1: number six, a team that it, it it doesn't feel like they've hit their stride yet offensively, but if and when they do, they're going to move uh, further up this list. So who do you have a number six? Yeah.
0: yeah, that's the Ravens, man. I'm 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 all in on the Ravens. They they haven't done enough to join that top tier yet, but we've been saying it for years. For years. Yeah. Get the get this dude some help. Get get him some guys, man. And they finally did. You know, OBJ, you know, he's not the OBJ he was, definitely not. But he's still OBJ. He's still making plays. You know, he he's gonna get dinged up throughout the season, but he's a guy. Zay Jones, man. Zay Flowers. He, he, Zay Flowers, Zay, who's Zay? Zay Johnson and Jacks, right? Yeah. Zay Flowers. This dude is the real deal. Uh, I, I like yep. Zay Flowers a lot. Uh, BC One, what's up, dude? Right. Love it. Yeah, love the it. Most, and then, I,
1: I think one of the most ridiculous things about Sunday uh, was that Nelson Aguilar contributed more to this one game for the Ravens than he did for two seasons of the Patriots.
0: Except against the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. That one one game against the boys was dope.
1: But I mean, I think his stat line was it. It was like it was what five for sixty and a touchdown. But the thing now is, is when when you look at uh, the Ravens' offense, dude, is you now have like Lamar has options. You're you're gonna see consistently three guys with 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 more than five catches and definitely more than you know seven targets. And Andrews, Flowers. Aguilar, Beckham, I mean Bateman is your is your fourth. Yeah, he was ba- he, he was he was his one huh? two
0: years ago. Well, well, yeah, that's that that's what's so crazy about the Ravens. Just like there's been all these expectations for all these years, and they've they've literally run it like the, not to like rub salt in the wound a little bit, but like the Patriots have run their playmaking for the past three years, and it's like obviously. You I just don't understand what the disconnect is with NFL teams and not realizing that an elite quarterback needs fucking guys to throw the ball to. You. Like I don't I don't understand how teams just don't understand that. And the Ravens were the main culprit of this four years. I mean, they got um who was it they got last year? I forget who they signed. It was uh Sammy Watkins. It was two years ago. And everyone was like... Well, no, two years the ago, they
1: signed best... your boy. Throw the X up. They, they, they... Oh, the
0: X, yeah, the Des. Right. Yeah. And it's like, every vet wide receiver they bring in is it's like, 40 oh, years old. this. this is the best guy that Lamar has ever thrown the ball to. It's every single time, man. And it's like, how can you keep doing this to this guy? And, like, then you don't want to re-sign him. And it's like, year in and year out, Lamar shows the league that, like, he's not... Justin Fields, he's not. Uh, you're going, you're he's going not, right after DK. In this he's not, bro. I I love Justin Fields, but like even listen, if you guys listen to PMT, even Big Cat, the biggest Justin Fields supporter I've ever seen, is 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 hurting on this guy right now, and it's don't don't get me out on Justin Fields. Team. Sorry, <laughs> that was that was that was you. Um, <laughs> but no, it's just. Okay, so I, I, I will make a personal, DK. All right, so. You for, already made for, it personal
1: with me, but Let's just, for, to, just to summarize what you're saying here. Two years ago, for, Nelson Aguilar would have been his number one. This year, is his number three.
0: Right, but like for every ru- Russian quarterback, Lamar Jackson is defying those odds. We've seen this before, man. We've seen this script. And it doesn't end well. But for, for Lamar, it seems to be ending well to me. We'll we'll yeah. see what happens with the Super Bowl, what happens in the playoffs. But like, I I don't see this guy going away, and it's time to get him some fucking help, and he finally has it. So we'll see.
1: Uh, your number five pick. I mean, I have a couple questions about it, but I'll just let you intro and tell me why you have the the Dolphins at number five.
0: Uh, so they just they they work amazing, amazing. these first two weeks, man. The, amazing the. They look, re- that offense, we'll see what happens with Waddle. I'm a little nervous about his health. But when those two guys are on the field and they have McDaniels as coach, they have uh, a, a defense that looks pretty solid. I mean, granted, the first week they gave up a lot of points to the Chargers, but I feel like a lot of teams are going to do that this year. Yeah, I just, I, I love that offense. And I think as long as Tua is healthy, they deserve this spot, man. And they're they're as close to the NFC elite and the Chiefs as we're going to get in the NFL talent-wise, in my opinion. It, it, You know what I mean? When you have those two wide receivers, no one in the NFL can match that speed. There is not a team in the NFL that has a secondary to match up with it. The number one team on this list, who we'll get to later, uh, might have... An opportunity to do that because of who they have talent wise, but there it's gonna be tough. We're gonna see it, which is gonna be an amazing game. Or it'll
1: be it'll be six
0: to three. That's LSU (laughs) Alabama style (laughs) and very awesome. But yeah, no, it's they they're they're gonna be a tough team to out if they stay healthy. That's obviously a very big caveat on the Miami Dolphins for this year if they stay healthy. They're a team to be reckoned with at least through the first two weeks of the season,
1: yeah. I mean, listen 100%. Uh, if I were to tell you that uh Tyreek Hill was only gonna have five catches for 40 yards before the game, you would have been like, Oh, the, so the Dolphins are gonna lose, but they didn't. Uh, because Jalen Waddle stepped up, uh, Raheem Mostert lo- looks like uh, he's the Raheem Mostert from uh, San Francisco, and is what, what was it? What was like 18 for 120 and Two well, touchdowns.
0: Like, he had that one, too. That was like he had that most at speed again, man, where as soon as he got through that line, he was fucking gone. It was. It, it, wow. Was it the 40? I think it was 45 yards, 40 yards, something like that.
1: The thing the thing that stuck out the most to me, we we, we kind of talked about this when we were talking about uh, Justin Fields earlier, though, was was just the timing of Tua. Right. Mm-hmm. If you compare what he looks like now to what he looked like when Brian Flores was the head coach of Miami, who, by the way, I believe Brian Flores should still have a head coaching opportunity, but yes. he was not pro to it. Right. Like he, th- that was not the offense for him. But now it's one, two, three, back foot, bam, five, and then it's a five step drop, bam, it's out. He gets a lot of shit for, uh, for only making, uh, like his first read. Well, listen, if they're fucking open, you just throw, I mean, you just Throwing throw in the ball. A couple of a couple of his throws against the Patriots, my New England Patriots, he dimes. threw them open dimes. Yeah, yeah they yeah. weren't open when he threw it and he threw them open. So yeah, I think, mean, you know, obviously you want to make sure that, that he stays healthy. But from all the precautions that they take him with uh, with this helmet, uh, with uh, with his WWE classes or Taekwondo classes that he's been going to in the offseason, phone how to fall. It doesn't matter. If you if you have Tyreek Hill, that was yeah, that was a rock reference, you right. If he has Tyreek Hill and and he a lot of and they're open, he, he 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 releases the ball within two and a half seconds. He's not gonna get hit that much. He's not. And by the way, that defense is only going to get better as the year goes on. I mean, I said it on the show with Ray I released show this week. Check that, you know, in the show notes. But the Patriots made Andrew Van Ginkle looked like a Demarcus Ware, so like yeah. that team is, they're good, and I think they're better than five. I think I think
0: they it's, are. Oh, the top four I think are, a set from the rest of the league. I think this top four tier that we're going to get to in a second is, is is a separate a separate tier altogether from the rest of the NFL. But, I would just
1: argue with. I think that they're better than the third team on your list. You think so? And having seen my team
0: lose them already, I can tell you that, I, I, yeah, I do. That's three, you did see them both. So, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And, and, and judging by what the weakness is, we're not to spoil it yet. We won't. But uh, judging but... by what the weakness is on that third team and how bad that weakness actually is, I understand what you're saying. I do. But I can't put them there yet. Not, no. Not, not quite yet. Give me a couple more weeks and they might get there. However... Mike McDaniels is my favorite part about the NFL right now. I I just want to make that so clear that he is my fucking guy. Like, I feel like if we hung out with him in college, he would have been one of our best fucking friends, man. I'll say that every single week. My favorite part about this week in the NFL actually was the halftime. You know, they always do the following the coach, you know, with the camera into the NFL. Mike McDaniels sees it and he just starts fucking dead sprint, bro. Just as fast as he can run away from that camera you can see the cameraman trying to catch up and he's just like hey, bros fucking hilarious if you haven't seen it go see it yeah they're not part of this top tier yet should we should i should i just jump right into that yeah go ahead all right For, so four. this 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 might surprise a lot of people and you know it's it's kind of been a running storyline on this i promised i wouldn't do this at the beginning of the season I promised I wouldn't downgrade this team based off some of early bosses. I was like, "No, I'm not being stupid this year. No. I'm 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 sticking with this team." But based off of the early play I've seen, number four is the Kansas City Chiefs. Bobby, um,
1: like, you, you just I. I this i, is I, I do it
0: to myself i do it to myself i know I well know. I,
1: I i think you're working yourself into this shoot like you you talk yourself up all off season, like you know what i promise you guys i I'm, no-
0: I'm smarter I'm,
1: i've learned by but- no, no no matter what <laughs> i am not dropping the kansas city chiefs below like number two because they have patrick mahomes <laughs> week two yeah they're number four
0: I mean man, by the
1: way, they were higher after losing than they are after winning,
0: yeah, I know it just I'm not thrilled <laughs> about what I'm seeing on the offensive side, man. I know Mahomes is going to figure it out. I get it. I know he is he's my Patrick Mahomes, you know what I mean? He's right. the best quarterback, best talented quarterback we've ever seen, you know talent wise talent wise. We're not starting that conversation again.
1: I'm not going to get my, my, I'm not going to chafe up a
0: little bit here, but I I will just say, can I put your Brady boner
1: away for just say, well, let me just ask you a question because I think that this should help elevate them moving forward. This list is now it's, it's, it's out there, so we can't change it. Well, I could against any one of the teams that that's in front of the, uh, of the chiefs right now in a, must win situation. Would you bet? Would you bet against Patrick Mahomes?
0: <laughs> Top two, maybe. Top two, I would think about it. Top two, it would be this. The okay, so you know, number three is the the Super Bowl runner ups last year that they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would pick them over the the Eagles, but just based off of the. Eagles putting up 34 points on a Thursday night and looking a little bit like the Eagles of old having Swift in that running game and to pick itself back up is what hooked me back on the Eagles because that's what the Eagles are good at. So if the Eagles have that running game again. I think they're tough to beat. And the Chiefs just haven't showed that that offensive firepower, man. I know it's the same thing that we said last year. I get it. But Kadarius no, Tony no, no. be fuck you. Don't lose it. I Kedarious, didn't say this. this is what Kedar- you
1: said last year.
0: I know. I but, <laughs> don't say we. Fuck the no we. we. This is I, you. I, I. <laughs> <laughs> but there is Tony being your top wide receiver option is a fucking Problem, man. That is a problem. I don't care who is your fucking quarterback. Yeah, it's not that is a problem. I know Travis Kelsey is there. I know, I know, I know. He's a different tight end. He's different. You know, it's a different position for Travis Kelsey. I get that, but you still need to have some wide receiver help, man. You got to have something on the outside. You got to have a slot. You got to have something. And it's like, they're not even utilizing Jared Kanan right. They're not. Nothing looks right about that offense. And I just want to see one week where you're like, okay. Okay. That's, just get ready that's for the when, fucking Chiefs.
1: Just get ready for when your number 10 team is like two and five. And they trade Mike Evans to the, to the Chiefs. <laughs> to the Chiefs.
0: <laughs> then it's just fucking lights up. You know, then it's Randy Moss all over again, bro. Yep. For Tom Brady. That's what it would be like. Sky Moore. Uh, I heard this on a podcast earlier this week and I got to steal it because I couldn't agree more. Uh, Sky Moore needs to change his fucking number. Uh, he, 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 22 is not a wide receiver number. I, I feel like it's, it's weighing him down a little bit. Well, I mean, and to
1: his credit, he hasn't acted like a wide receiver all year. So
0: that's what I mean, dude. So he, 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 he can't be number 22 anymore. They, he should just switch it up with someone. And yeah, uh, it just looks weird. And I, I just don't believe he's a wide receiver when he's out there. All right, so gun to your head. You are,
1: we already said that you, you think that uh, the Chiefs might have a shot to beat the Eagles, who are your number three uh, in the power rankings in a must-win situation, but that's good. Uh, and now the next team was the team that they actually beat in the Super Bowl three years ago
0: and, <laughs> in a must-win situation. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's well, like 11. No, it's, fine. it's just The NFL is just repeating itself over and over again. No, but, but wait, so before we get on to that, I have to ask you something. So you said, the so so far the Pats, who, you know, no surprise to anyone here, is, is my favorite team, have played the Dolphins and the Eagles so far this year. And you said yeah, you think true. the Dolphins are better based off of what you saw in that game. What makes you think that? Because I, I I'm very intrigued by that. I'm very high on the Dolphins, and I would love, you know me, I would love to put them ahead of the Eagles. That would be like my favorite fucking thing ever to drop the Eagles down this list. Cause I'm sick of them being a topic. Fuck. I hate the Eagles. Um, yeah. I,
1: so I just felt like uh week what, one uh, against the Eagles. Uh, we, we went down 16, nothing. And that was primarily because of the mistakes that we made on offense and mm-hmm. didn't really highlight what they did well on defense. Right. There was more self-sustained uh, wounds. I, I thought that the game, and this is what I, you know, I, I said, uh, I talked about it very earlier this week. I think the Patriots uh, are more like the teams, uh, the team that you've seen them be in the first half of both games, and then the, the other team lets up. The, the reason why I think the Dolphins uh, were or are, are better than the Eagles is because the so we've kind of seen like a little bit of a of a drop off in the play of uh, of, of Jalen Hurts this year, right? And I don't mm-hmm. know. If uh, you know, it could be a couple of things. Maybe uh, you can figure him out on film. Maybe this is all scheme. But Tua, he didn't throw for four hundred and sixty-four yards against the Patriots, but it felt like he did. Like there was never a chance where where I I I looked at that uh, at, at our pass rush or our defensive was like, you know what, we're in his head. Yeah, the ball uh, the ball to Tyreek where Christian Gonzalez picked him off, great. but. It He's just it's it, 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 good, by the way. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. It, here's why: it never felt like there was a momentum shift in that game, compared to the Eagles game.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I hear what you say. The the bit the the Eagles secondary scares the shit out of me. If I was an Eagles fan, not it not because of- it because Patricia's coaching them up now, so they're gonna suck this year. Is it Patricia over there? Is it yeah? yeah,
1: yeah. He, he's the defensive special coordinator or whatever. Whatever that makes like, a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah that
0: makes a lot of sense. They had a lot of turnover, so you know, I, I just, I, I was just, you know, interested to get your opinion on it, just because you know, I, I really am high on the Dolphins, and I really do want them to be a part of that upper echelon, but I just, I couldn't hear it. Oh yeah. So, anyways, back to number three. So number three on my list, or number two, sorry. Fort Natters, only question mark coming into the season to me, man, was Brock Purdy. He obviously had that injury at the end of last season. He had uh, a noodle arm, you know, coming into the season, but he looked good through the first two weeks. He looks like a a real solid NFL quarterback. You know, he's not going to light the world on fire, but he's definitely not going to lose you any games, and he might win you a game here or there. With the weapons they have, the defense they have, and just the first two weeks, they beat teams in a fashion that it's like, okay, this team is here for real. You know what I mean? Like, so week one against the Steelers, who the Steelers looked pretty, oh, you know, they looked pretty good in week two. Stop. They abs- absolutely dismantled them. And in the Rams game, listen, I know Sean McVay might have a Deal with duel or something like that to kick that field at the end of the game. Did you, but that was... did you? Do you watch first take? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see Mad Dog today?
1: Yes. So, oh, I mean, the, he he cost me ten thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> so fucking good.
0: And it's like the funny part about the whole thing is like there really is. So he explained it by saying, uh, so for everyone out there, there's no time left in the game. I think there's four seconds, like three seconds, something like that. Rams were down by 10, and Meg May decided to kick a field goal with four seconds left, literally knowing time would run out. And there is no reason to do that other than that the Rams were a, or the 49ers were a 10 point favorite in this game. I thought they were,
1: I thought they were seven and a half. It was
0: seven. It was seven. No, it was seven, and it turned it into a push or a seven and a half.
1: They were seven and a half, and this it was
0: seven and a half. Yeah,
1: this, got, oh, man. this. And then and and then McVay goes, "Well, you know, we, we did that for point differential at the end of the year." Fuck you, like yeah, fuck Get out you, of here! No, you did check it. the bank.
0: Check 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 his bank account. Everyone, <laughs> he had a super boost. He had a super boost going. Yeah, it was wild. But so that wasn't as close as seven points. You know, if you look at thirty to twenty three. You are like, oh. That was a closed game. No, the, the 49ers handily beat the Rams. The Rams hung in for a while, but the the 49ers pulled away at the end. They were clearly the more talented football team. And I just think that's the way it's gonna go for the rest of the year. And to me, I think we're 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 kinda on a new dawn of the NFC that we're gonna see the rivalry come back again. We've already seen two iterations of it. Okay. Obviously, everyone out there knows. Who the number one team is on this list. we we don't need to transition to it yet, but I think it's coming back. I think I think the rivalry's coming back. And I think the 49ers are obviously a team that's going to be reckoned with for a few years to come. And that defense, the offense, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, you know, what I mean? you go on the list and it's just like these dudes are ballers. And if it's, they have a quarterback that that cannot lose the game, and maybe even win a few they're going to do
1: things. Uh, listen, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, they, they are the second best team in the league. I think that um, Brock Purdy is in, in the best situation possible as Mr. Irrelevant yeah. where he doesn't have – all he has to do is stay healthy and not cost them a game, and this team will win 14 games in a season. Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey, Debo, uh, Ayuk, and then if you need him, if you need him, George Kittle's still there. Like, <laughs> you know, like he's the like fourth offensive option, which is fucking wild. So no, I, I completely agree but I think the one thing uh just to call back to when we first started the show, uh storyline, uh is it Puka? How do you say his last name?
0: Lakua? Lakua? Is that right? Nakua. Yeah.
1: D- does he is it does he have 30? Receptions in the, fir- yeah.
0: <laughs> in the first. He's two. fucking absurd, man. He's wild. He's that, so. So like, I
1: mean, fifteen for one forty-seven.
0: Is so. uh Is Cooper Kappa I heard this earlier this week, and it really made me think. Is Cooper Kappa system receiver? Cooper, well, is is that? A, well, is, is is it just the system? And it's like certain wide receivers are just going to thrive in this Ram system because, bro, he's he's lighting the world on fire with these numbers. This is, this is like unheard every of Rice numbers. What he's doing in these yep. first two weeks, man is fucking wild. And this is a dude that was undrafted in every single fantasy draft out there. There was not one fantasy draft where this dude was drafted and he's just he, I think he's number one receiver in fantasy right now. Right. Well, if you're in a PPR league, yeah. Cause he has 30 for points sure. <laughs>
1: just for catches. Wow. Wow. Maybe all right, so not to drag this out a little bit longer, but i I do want to just tie back the the number uh, you know, this game and the Chiefs. Let me ask you a question if if the Rams are still good that we know that they are lacking draft picks. If the Chiefs offer you a first and a second for Cooper Cup, do you do it? Wow because if 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 what you just said is true and maybe, Maybe like maybe your hypothesis is proven into an actual fact that like, Cooper Cup is a system wide receiver. You get Tutu Atwell who's who's averaging eight seven catches a game. You got Puka who's yeah. averaging who's averaging fifteen. If like, you're the Chiefs, why don't you send them an offer? Because Cooper wow. Cup and Mahomes, that would be
0: naughty. Wow, hmm. Mike, you might have just started something, bro. That might be. You might have just started the uh, NFL rumor. If if within the next few days we see that trade rumor pop up, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be like, brother, that started, that started here 100%. That's right. That's um, juicy. I didn't think about that. Because, you know, you're 100% right, where it's like, you see these numbers, just do just put it up. If I'm the Rams GM, I'm I'm at least thinking about what you can get for him because, because of because they don't have a draft first round pick for the They've, next seven years they <laughs> traded yeah that's true wow
1: just saying that's Wild. You heard it here first you just,
0: you just dropped a brad stevens moment remember when you like called for brad stevens being fired three years ago
1: yeah <laughs> you fucking lost your mind
0: yeah you just kind of blew my mind a little bit i didn't even fucking consider that that's wild that's 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 a legitimate uh Trade room that I would look out for, and it transforms right. two teams. Yeah, hmm. Mike, you're 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 smart guy, man. That's that's yeah. something. Yeah,
1: that's why they <laughs> locked me in the shed. Uh, that's right. something. The number one team for the second week in a row. It's two. It's them boys. It's the Dallas. You know,
0: lobby. I'm. I'm not gonna lie though. I'm scared don't. out of my fucking mind. I'm so terrified about this, man, because, like, you you, you, and anyone else has nothing to even argue, and that's what's so scary. It's like I can sit here and be like the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL right now, and, like, you the one who would point out every single hate that you could possibly do about this Cowboys team. You're you just, you know, you're like, well, yeah, they, they might be. You know what I mean? It's very possible. They're the darlings of the NFL right now because there's defense. Uh, and I'm scared shitless about it. I've never been in this position where I'm like, I'm trying to rack my brain for like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, a, weren't a they 13 and three, like four years ago. What do you mean? You've never been in this position. But, but there was always like, kind of like a a, a, a shadow over their head of like, even that year, it was like two rookies. You know what I mean? It was like the, there is always something that someone could point to and be like, this is your flaw. But like, do you see one through the first two weeks? Is what is it, there, would it
1: make you feel better if I if I if I found one?
0: Yeah, yeah, what please do. Please
1: do. Zach you played fucking Zach Wilson.
0: Yeah, but we fucking dominated him.
1: Yeah, so, as you should, the Patriots are about to. So if the 0 Two Patriots dominate the team that you just dominated, does that make you feel better or worse about yourself?
0: Yeah, but, like, we, it's 60 to 10 in the first two weeks, man. 60 to 10. Yeah. and
1: 60 to 10. And, like, 30 of those points are squared by your defense. You're off right, bro. Defense. It's,
0: like, we, we, we haven't even hit our highest level yet. That's what's so scary about this team is, like, they're only going to get better. Gary talked about it, where it's, like, there's, there's one team in the NFL that when the Dolphins are clicking at all cylinders can stop them. And that is the Dallas fucking Cowboys, and that is crazy to me. You, maybe, you, 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 maybe right, but I mean, Stefan Gilmore and Trevon Diggs are the well, two. It's only
1: because of... Diggs bites like he's aggressive, which I love. And, and I'm not. This isn't a knock. He's not,
0: but he's not as aggressive anymore. That's the thing. It's like he's. Well, who not was that's... he had to be
1: aggressive against?
0: Again, it was the Giants,
1: and uh, not, not not the Giants, but like who's their best offensive? No, they
0: don't they don't really have one.
1: Okay, and then it was the Jets, and it's Garrett Wilson. Wilson, he he locked that motherfucker down. Zach Wilson was throwing the ball. Mister, and Um, then this week we're going to get what the Cardinals.
0: But like three,
1: three. they're going to be three and zero. They're going to be three and zero, Bobby. Don't worry about it.
0: How much are they going to beat the fucking Cardinals by this week? Oh my! Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure the
0: over. I'm I'm pretty sure the uh, the spread is. Is it twelve? Is it twelve? Yeah. I feel like it might get higher than that. I feel like I could go up to 14. I by, took the by under, ten- by the way. I took the under. Ten- what's, what's the, oh, under the spread? You think 30?
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took the Cardinals in the spread. Like, I mean, yeah. because I just think that they could.
0: Yeah, but. They're I- not going to. This defense is too good, man. This isn't. So, like, I-, 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 I know the mindset, and I get it. I totally do.
1: You're freaking out.
0: No, this defense is different. Bro. They're, they're, the floor to this defense is like if if we play a team that is below average offensively and has a quarterback that's prone to mistakes, it's gonna be like we saw week one against the Giants, or it's gonna be like we saw against the Vikings last year. Like it's this defense is out to kill this year, man. Plus, we don't even have Jonathan Wilson back yet, who is our starting safety, who who is one of the best pass rushing safeties in the league so like yeah he he can struggle in coverage he he's not the best uh guy 101 but he doesn't need to be when you have those two corners you know what i mean he can be that hard hitting safety plus you have, i can't believe i've gone this far without mentioning him maybe the best defensive player since, oh, Lawrence, since Lawrence Taylor michael parsons man this dude, I've never. Have you ever seen a dude that's faster and and stronger than every person on the football field? Every single play, every single play you see him, you're like, this dude is better than everyone. Everyone, everyone. he's unbelievable. This week, so
1: listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge
0: Michael Parsons fan. Wait wait wait. wait. This week you he are. had two he had two sacks, nine quarterback hurries, uh, and. I think it was uh, like four tackles for a loss uh, and that play where he literally just fucking took the ball from Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is running like arse's like, nah, bitch, that's can my fucking ball. And just took it from him. He should have had a touchdown. Can I just ask? He's, uh, can, he's okay, unbelievable, so, man. I've listen, never seen anything like
1: him. The LT thing is, I, I can't make the comparison because LT played in, in, in an era I mean, where it, it hasn't transitioned to fully offensive mode yet. But I'm just going to ask you a question and just please try to take off your, your Cowboys onesie for one second when you answer this. Do you think that Micah Parsons right now is better, is better than a young Ray Lewis?
0: I think he's comparable. I said I better. No, I think he's I think he's okay. comparable.
1: Yeah. Comparable. I, I, I would say the exact same thing. Would, yeah. there, there has not been a disruptor like the him. magnitude of, yes. uh, of Ray Lewis. Uh, uh, or, yeah, I mean, Micah Parsons has done it.
0: He and ruins, think, he ruins game plans, man. You right. see, it. you see it where it's like they they have something they're trying to do, and Micah just fucking sniffs it out, and he is to the spot that they want to go every fucking time. I I yeah, I, I think that's a great comparison. It's like LT, Ray Lewis and Micah. If Micah continues on this progression that he's going on, man, he is one hundred percent in that category of defensive players because it's 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 unheard of. Like you see good DNs, you know what I mean? You see the Watts, you see you see uh you know uh Davian Clowney, you see Miles Garrett. Man, you those are
1: literally the two names that I was gonna make the comparison
0: to, but they're linemen. I was but, like those those sh- the first
1: that popped up was, was
0: Clowney and Watt. It, but the difference is is they can disappear at times because they are linemen. Yeah. You know what I mean? They when when it comes down to it, they're not going to be able to get sideline to sideline. Micah, yeah. Micah, depending on the play, man, you 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 see it where it's like he just reads it and he, he's on the line and he steps back and all of a sudden he's on the fucking hash marks and you're like, how the fuck did he get there, man? He's yeah. he's unbelievable. He's
1: like it, a he's like a linebacker, Revis.
0: Yeah, yes. Where he's just. He, he, you you expect a big play. That's that's a perfect comparison because it's like you expect a big play where you see it set up and you see it in front We've all seen, you know, we all see We all know ball, as they say. So you see a play unfold and you're like, uh oh, like you, you you know the setup and you're like, oh fuck, this isn't good. And all of a sudden, you just see someone come out of fucking nowhere to bust the play up, and you're like, oh, that was fucking cool and fuck Yeah. That's Micah Parsons in a nutshell. Where you're just like, we're fucked. Oh no, we're not because we have Micah Parsons. So we're not fucked. We're actually was four. Cool. Yeah. You know, it's 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 amazing. It's a different level. You know, it's. Uh, I might have been okay. a. Uh, I might have been a little
1: low with my nine and eight uh, projection for the Cowboys. Uh, but I'm just gonna ask you one last, hopefully mind blowing question before uh, before I turn it back over to you. You know, through two games, have you noticed that this kind of feels like the 2019 Patriots, the book, the boogeyman defense that started out eight and zero but never actually beat anybody? I I,
0: I get what you're saying because of who they played the first two weeks and no no three weeks because they're <laughs> spoiler. They both beat the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals. <laughs> that's, that's that's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm just getting happy thinking about all this shit that's gonna happen this week. Uh,
1: what if they lose to the Cardinals? They won't. <laughs> no, no, no. What will you do if they do?
0: They won't. I, I am not. We're gonna let that. Oh, you so know, it's gonna, I'm not gonna let you do that to me because, like, there's no gonna
1: be bad. It's fucking, really bad.
0: There's no way. There's literally no way because this defense, because this defense, the floor is so high for this team. Like, if the offense doesn't turn the ball over 14 times, there's no way the Cardinals can beat them because they're just. Not going to be able to move the ball. It's literally impossible. That's the clip right there. That's it. I'll, I'll, I'll jump off a bridge. It's what's going to happen if they lose the fucking Cardinals? But yeah, man, it's it's special. I haven't felt. I was texting my buddy earlier, who's who's also a diehard Cowboys fan, uh, and you know we've been friends since we were like 10, 11 years old. So like, there's more of you. We've we yeah, there is more of us. It's, I know. Who grew up in Massachusetts? See, he lived right down. It was fucking crazy. But we've been through some shit when it comes to the Cowboys. We've we've yeah. we've seen some fucking teams, and we've seen some 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 heartbreaks. We've seen a lot of shit when it comes to the Cowboys. But we both agreed that this is the best defense we've ever seen on a Cowboys roster since we started watching this team. Yeah, it is 100%. like the the floor is the highest that I can imagine for any Cowboys team, where it's like. If they don't if 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 they can't get past any team except maybe the 49ers, it's the only team I'll accept defeat to in the NFC, it would be such a massive disappointment because of who this team actually can be and who they are. You know what I mean? Like the only way I can see this season going south is if Dak really turns into that turnover ridden quarterback. And and the offense loses it its way and doesn't keep running the ball and and they don't play towards that defensive strategy. Yeah, but I don't I just, think I don't, don't think
1: McCarthy's gonna let that happen though.
0: I don't think that's gonna. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. gonna happen, man. And and that's another thing. So that's a good point. So McCarthy's really impressing you. I hate yeah. to say it, I fucking hated him last year. But like the penalties are down, the Cowboys' mistakes are down. The, those those moments where you're like, oh, here we go. That's not happening. And it's just like, it it feels like McCarthy just was like, fuck this. Fuck this, uh, you know, not being held accountable. Fuck all this shit. I am taking over this team. This is my team. And that's what we're seeing. Because, I mean, that's what, if you remember, that's what the Packers teams were back in the day, man. They made no fucking penalties. They had a really good defense. was like Woodson, and and Rodgers was really good, but he he wasn't he wasn't the amazing Aaron Rodgers that we knew and that we came to know over the years. Like that 2007 Packers team, man, wasn't this electric crazy Packers team. Remember they were the, it was the still That was still Brett Favre. The no, the one that, that, that lost to the Steelers? Or that beat the Steelers. The one that beat the Steelers. Two
1: thousand eleven.
0: Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, whatever year that was. Yeah, wasn't like the that was the wasn't that the relaxed Packers? That was like the R E L A X Packers, where it was yeah. like an offense that was struggling, but the defense carried it, and they were just disciplined as fuck. And that's why he was like, I, "Relax, everyone. It's gonna be okay." And they ended up winning the Super Bowl. That's the type of team I feel like McCarthy is trying to build, where right? it's like it's not about trying to be the most electric team. Listen, I know we have the playmakers. But we have the special defense, and that's what we're going to ride on. And that's what it seems like they're doing so far. I'm excited for week four or week five. play the 49ers. That's obviously, like, the biggest tough test. What? Week, week four, bro. Patriots. Yeah, that's Patriots. Week five is the yeah, 49ers. Yeah. The Patriots game's getting weird, though. I just have a feeling. That's going to be a weird fucking game. It always Still is. No, Bill can scheme. It always is, man. It always is.
1: Well, I mean, hopefully, Bobby, you're 3 uh, 0 going into the Patriots game. I really, I really hope you are. Sounds like if you're not, then you're going to be jumping off a bridge, which we do not condone, endorse, or support. Um, All <laughs> right. But then I think that does it for the power ranking show, right?
0: Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Uh, I'm, I'm going to mention it every week so that I can keep the Cowboys at V1 uh, at the top position. Two weeks in a row, guys. Let's make it three. Come on. Yeah, with
1: that win over the Cardinals, good for you. Uh, So for The Real BK, Bob Kelly, this is Michael Marcangelo saying thank you so much for listening to Missing the Point. We'll talk to you next week.